On the last episode of Taverns and Caverns, it turns out I was exactly right. Pobin was disgusting. I knew it, and I knew he had something else going on. I can't believe no one believed me, honestly. It's ridiculous. Of course he's horrible. Anyways, we ran into him on our way back, and he tried to sell us some garbage, and we found it was garbage, but he said he had more garbage back at his home, so we decided to check it out. We went back the next day after I made an amazing little shoulder furry thing out of the fur from that big wolf we killed. It's amazing. Damien is definitely jealous, but he won't say anything to me about it. He'd have to admit it, you know what I mean? Anyways, Pobin decided to kind of trick us into going back to his house with the promise of like really cool stuff and you know it always kind of works. So. We end up going back, and his house is like super nice, it doesn't make any sense at all. But, turns out, like I said, he's a piece of shit. He gets his thugs to attack us while he runs away because he can't do anything on his own, he's disgusting. And, well, we really, really beat them bad, it was kind of not fair. Um, but that's okay, even Yaito went really crazy with this fire tiger and like scratching this guy's face really really bad but uh nomu then tried to kill Pobin, which like i know that i'm pretty into but i don't think it's the right thing to do so anyway we turn him over to the guard i'm just really happy he's out of everyone's life and i think everyone's going to be much happier that he's not here now cat and co can go on our next adventure on this new episode of taverns and caverns episode 27 the Goldberry Keep Ruins. Last time on Taverns and Caverns, Cat and Co. They were tricked into visiting Pobin at his house to possibly buy some magical wares from him. But instead, they were met with some thugs that wanted to steal their belongings. But knowing Cat and Co., they weren't having that shit, and they ended up beating up Pobin and the rest of his thugs. And with that. We're going to go ahead and pick off right after you guys have left Pobin's house. And if you remember, Gaito was able to convince Nomu from killing Pobin to have him go to jail instead. Yeah. Because Nomu is off this change right now. <laughs> and if I remember correctly too, Rob, didn't you say in the very beginning when we started playing, Nomu doesn't kill people? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he tastes blood. Happened, what is going on with him? He tasted blood, He's, and he don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> well, the good thing was Yaito was able to stop him from doing the killing blow, Mr. Eddard Stark. <laughs> but the group finds themselves just now leaving Port Windrock. If we all remember, you guys are supposed to meet Averis de Darkmoor and Camaros at the Goldberry Keep Ruins. And the only reason you guys are even going to these dangerous ruins is for this particular ring that the Skull Reaver wants you guys to get. Yeah, so again, the only reason you guys are going to the Goldberry Keep Ruins is because you guys are in search of this particular ring that supposedly gives its bearer some kind of magical power. That would be your assumption anyways, and that might be the only reason you can think of of why the Skull Reaver would even want such an item. But we're going to go ahead and fast travel. You guys are able to take the main roads through the Greythorn Forest, moving southeast towards the Goldberry Keep Ruins. Elroy keeps you guys on the main roads as much as possible. There's times where you guys do have to go off 
main road, but you guys don't come across any major issues as you're doing so. But you guys are able to get a long rest while you're traveling. It takes you guys a couple days to reach the Goldberry Keeper Ruins. So everyone's HP and spells are full and max. And at this point, we're going to go ahead and say it's midday. You finally reach the area that the Goldberry Keep Ruins are in. Off in the distance, as you guys are traveling on the main road, you start to veer off out of the uh, out of the Greythorn Forest, and you see off in the distance this small mountain, more so like a large hilltop with a giant fortress that was built on top. And the fortress, from the current distance you're at, still looks to be fairly tall. It probably reaches about 200 feet high. However, the fortress is crumbled, and most of it has been destroyed due to something that attacked it many, many years ago. A couple episodes ago, Elroy did mention of a story or folklore that it is known that a red fire dragon known as Xandos, the Raging Fire, destroyed these fortress over a thousand years ago. But as you guys make your way towards the Goldberry Keep Ruins, you finally start heading up the small mountain, following the beaten path, and as you guys make your way up the hills, you come across this stone bridge that stands at about 50 feet over what you would assume is just a cavern beneath the bridge. It's pitch black beneath the bridge. You can't see far into that cavern or that drop. But that stone bridge has been heavily damaged. And you can see there's a large hole in the center of the bridge. It looks to be barely standing. But there is a small section in the bridge where you can walk through. And as you guys are making your way there, go ahead and make me some perception checks. You got it. Not 20. Nice. 16. 16. I'm getting there. No move 10. Perception, right? Yes. I wrote trash. Everyone made their perception checks. Damien with yep. a 16, Eddie R with a nat 20, Nomu with a 10, and Isundra with a 21. So... With everyone's perception checks, everyone basically passed and is able to see all around the area that they're in. You see there is a dirt path that continues past the bridge. And past that damaged bridge, you guys see Camaros, who is up top of another part of the mountain. And he's standing near some broken down ruins, very small building. And he's standing at the doorway, kind of peeking into it. You can kind of see him looking around. But directly across the bridge, you see a virus surrounded by three undead. But everyone, because you all made pretty good perception checks, all around Iviris, you see there is a campfire with some sleeping bags and a tent around her. However, also around her are the corpses of several goblinoids. Nomu can't see exactly what kind they are, but everyone else can see that the zombies around her are dead bugbears, and there are still corpses lying around the ground near her of goblins and bugbears as well. Nomu can't tell what the zombies are, or if they're zombies from where he's at with only a 10, but the rest of you can see that Camaros and Averis most likely were the ones that ended these goblinoids, the bugbears and the goblins. But you also notice... Where the bridge stands in the large gaping hole beneath the bridge, you guys can hear and also see parts of the pebbles on the bridge moving slightly. But what triggers it for you guys to really know what's going on is you guys hear this large, powerful gust of wind blowing along the bridge through it as if the winds are trying to keep people from crossing this bridge. 
And at this point, Elroy stops his wagon with his two oxen. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think we can cross that bridge there with, with my oxen, guys. I might have to stay right here. I'm not trying to cross that and lose my oxen. Seems I think like that'd be for the sick. best. Yeah, if this goes the way I think it's going to go, I'm not going to want to walk after this. So we might want to take care of the oxen. I agree. Uh, do you guys think we're pretty close to the, the ruins? I, it looks like we're pretty close. I can see it up there in the distance, up the further up the, the mountain. Uh, do you think it's safe for me to stay here? Uh, yeah, you can kind of watch and make sure no one's trying to sneak up on us as we're getting the treasure. Should this happen, uh, scream hysterically, and hopefully we'll hear you. We'll come save you. Um, well, um, alright, I guess I can set up camp here. The oxen, um, oh, Want me to leave you a little liquor? What? Want me to leave you a little liquor? (laughs) He said, what? Yes, please, I might need it. I was hoping you'd say no, but I'm a man of my word. (laughs) (laughs) You give Elroy some liquor. I give him my flask. Don't be greedy with it. Okay. Better be someone in the back. He looks like him. He looks down at the flask and then back up at Damien. Wow, are you really leaving me your your personal flask? Well, if I died, rather know that it didn't go to waste. This is awesome. Thank you, Damien. I appreciate it. I'll keep it safe. Yeah, when I shake that, I better feel something. Don't worry. It'll all, it will still be there unless something happens. And I have yeah, to- you're used to the cheap shit. That'll put your ass down. That's true. I'm really tiny, too, so I don't have to drink as much. You're so cute. <laughs> Teeny tiny. At, uh, at this point, though, Camro stick- pulls himself out of the little building where he's standing at the doorway, and he, he puts his hand over his forehead, and he sees you guys across the bridge, and he yells over, waving. Hey! About time you all showed up! What took you so long? Get on over here! Oh, uh, is that his voice now? I'm weak. <laughs> Nomu waves back. No, I don't remember how he sounded, so I'm just... He was, like, slinky and, like, oh, hello, right? Oh, yeah, that's that, true. That snake oil salesman? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll bring it back. He's just yelling, <laughs> so it doesn't sound the same. <laughs> he recasted him. <laughs> I recasted the initial I voice. Know, the new Aunt Vivian. <laughs> oh, damn. oh, damn. So Yaito steps forward and he places his hand along the edge of the bridge's entrance and he feels the heavy winds blowing and he looks back at everyone else. This is not going to be a very safe crossing. Are all of you prepared with a spell or two to possibly get through here? Hey! How did you guys get across there and not die? <laughs> as, as you're yelling that, you guys can see Camros walking down the stone steps that lead up to the broken down building he's in. He comes over across on the other side of the bridge, and he, he just waves over at Damien. With skills, of course. Helpful. Okay. So well, get your asses over here. Eddie, can I jump on your back when you do that flying spell? I know you will. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> think about it. So, I haven't had a home cooked meal in over a month. I've cut weight. You can make an investigation check of some sort if you kind of want to study the bridge and see if it's even safe to walk. If that's something you want to do, yes. Yeah, I want to get on Eddie's back, but I'll <laughs> well, roll. You sooner don't that shit. I rolled a nine. <laughs> roll sixteen. 
All right, so Nomu's looking around at the bridge. He can tell it's a very beat-up bridge. However, the bridge was sturdy at some point, and the section that still stands looks to be somewhat sturdy. Nomu has a general idea that if you walk along the edge of the sturdy area and hold on to the edge of the bridge tightly, you should be able to get through. As Nomu walks up towards Yaito, he kind of feels the the winds blowing with his hand. Nomu knows the wind might make it more difficult to cross physically. However, Nomu has a general idea that crossing is definitely possible if you are careful. Uh, it seems the wind is going to be more of a problem than the bridge itself. But we should be fine if we hug it tight. The railing, I mean. Nomu's going to put one toe on the bridge and, and inch forward. <laughs> He's he doesn't test trust the waters. It. Testing the right. waters. Testing the waters? Okay. Okay. Not that bad. Yeah, so as Nomu takes his first step onto the bridge, he can feel the heavy winds blowing against him as if it was attempting to knock him off. The heavy winds, they're not incredibly difficult to traverse through, but it does making it walk across the bridge more difficult than it would be if the winds wasn't there. And Nomu can also tell that the section to cross the bridge, you all would have to walk around or along it one by one. There's only enough room for one at a time. Okay, right. so the only thing I can do is spider climb. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know how helpful that is. Alright, so Nomu's just going to continue across then. <laughs> okay, is Nomu going to go ahead in front of everyone? Yeah. Alright. Spider climb could potentially work. I mean, it'd keep you along the bridge, but you still have to be mindful of the heavy winds and that the bridge is pretty damaged. All right, am I rolling anything going across this? Yes. So we're going to go ahead and make a skills challenge. So for the first skill check, Nomu, I need you to make me a strength check, whether it be or a strength check athletics. If you have skill in athletics, you can add that to your... Yep. I do have proficiency. All right. So Nomu begins to walk along the bridge, and he feels the heavy wind. You guys can see his fur bristling and his armor kind of shaking a little bit. And as he's crossing, he's holding onto the ledge tightly with his his bare hands and his claws. And Nomu's able to make it halfway through the bridge. (sighs) Is anyone Ah. else going to go after him? Cat reflexes! Oh, I don't particularly trust this bridge. ADR sprouts two incorporeal wings. And then uh, since... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going to fly across myself and leave everyone up behind. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, get down here and enjoy this breeze. So I can't so- jump on your back. Because I've carried this team on my back since day one. That's kind of fucked up, ADR. But you know what? <laughs> fly high. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Eddie R flies back and makes. I'll make a try to pick up Damien, see if I can. I'll try. Make make a strength check. That's eh, not bad. Okay. All right. So Eddie R is able to help Damien up. Is Damien? Damien Eddie R from behind, like Damien palms Eddie R's bald head to get a better balance on his back. Flips You're the cape back. You're heavy. I am not. Don't be dramatic. You're like six foot two. <laughs> What's that smell? What you got on? Long? Don't worry about it. Eddie R flies across the bridge. All right. Wind causes him some issues, but should be able to land safely. All right. So you make your way half 
halfway through the bridge or halfway through the gap, I need you to make me a strength check, athletics. Another one? Please be better. Oh, okay. Okay. With Damien moving through the sky, the bridge isn't much of a concern for him, but the wind is still heavy. However, with a 14, you are able to fly halfway over the, the gape or the gap, and I need Damien to make me a strength check. Look at my cape, guys! Look at it! <laughs> Ryan, does it look like when Nandor or whoever, I can't remember <laughs> who let, who, who let, uh, is it Nandor that he flew around? Cause he went, oh yeah, he flew around Guillermo. Does it look like that? Yes. And she goes, Master, I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Good. You guys meanwhile, need to watch Nomu, Meanwhile, Nomu's on the bottom looking up, fucking guy. Fucking guy. <laughs> you guys really watch what we do in the shadows. It's a really good show. <laughs> All right, so Damon's able to keep his grip on Eddie R without any issues. So you guys are halfway there. And at this point, Isundra, it is your turn. All right, so I don't think I can actually use Spider Climb on myself, can I? Because this is a creature I touch. Yeah, so you, yeah, you can touch yourself, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, do I need to do it? Should I do it? I don't want to waste a spell slot, but I do want to not die. I mean, it's totally up to you. I mean, I don't know how helpful it is. I mean, I guess it gives me climbing speed if I fall, but... <laughs> Yes, you can grip the wall and climb back up. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'd risk it. I'm risking it. So you cast Spider? No, no, no. I'm risking it. Oh, you're just going to? Okay. So Isundra begins to walk towards Nomu on the bridge. Isundra is confident. It's not a big deal, you guys. It's fine. Please don't die. (laughs) Go ahead and make me a strength. Saving throw with Oh, I should have used the thing. With athletics? Yep. So just a skill one? Yeah. Not okay. athletics, yeah. An athletics check. Oh, <gasps> oh! my foot <gasps> slips. Alright, so as Nomu, why you don't talk shit. As Nomu is in the middle of the bridge, Isunder begins to grip onto the ledge behind him as she's walking slowly. But the wind is so heavy. It just pushes her, and she feels herself being blown towards the gaping hole in the middle of the bridge. Am I close enough to catch I need, her in? I need, yes, I need Nomu to make me a dexterity saving throw to try and catch Isuna before she falls down the hole. I grab his tail. <laughs> Dex save, yes! Nice. Okay, Nomu, you make it. You're, oh. able, you're able to grab Isundra. She is hanging. What? I didn't roll that low. I should be hanging. She's hanging. (laughs) Oh, easy now, Slim Jim. Slim Jim? Slim Jim. He's got got you in the hand. And at this point, Camros is going to be watching you guys, and he just whistles. (laughs) Have Eddie R. You guys better be careful over there. Have Eddie R. and I landed? Not yet. Oh. Still in the middle of the round, so... What are they doing down there? I know her ass did see, not just you fall. Can see, you can see Nomu holding onto Isundra. So oh my point, god. It is now Nomu's turn again. I'm just gonna yank her up. Alright, make, th- make me a strength check. I'm gonna throw her on my shoulder like a fucking beach towel. <laughs> nice. Alright. Nomu, help me! 
strength of 19, you're able to pull Isundra up, and she grabs onto the ledge of the bridge. At this point, it's going to be Eddie Arthur. Oh my god, Nomo, thank you so much. I was far too confident, once again. <laughs> Eddie Arthur continues flying across the bl- uh, bridge, going Don't to drop Damien off. All right. With you having to make the second half of the bridge, make me another strength uh, acrobat. I'm sorry, athletics check. All right, so you're able to pass again. Damien, make me a strength check. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. So as ADR is flying, he's making his way to the, through the second half of the bridge. He feels Damien's grip loosening, and Damien isn't able to hold on, and Damien begins to slip off giving you one opportunity to catch Damien before he falls down. Make me a deck saving throw. You better not fail. You failed! No! So, Eddie R goes to try and reach down for (laughs) Damien, but his hand just slips. Damien, you have one last chance to grab onto Eddie R's foot. Make me a deck saving throw. Roll fire. Magma. Oh, no. You see, you hear me fading out as I fall. <laughs> ah. Oh no! So, Eddie rolled an eight, and Damien rolled a nine. Unfortunately, Eddie goes to try and grab Damien, but is unable to. And as Damien's falling, he tries to grab Eddie's foot, and you grab onto it momentarily, but you don't grab enough of it. Damien falls down the large pit. Falling into darkness. Oh, you ain't got no misty step or nothing. Can I fly down to try to swoop her up? Well, at this point, we have to go back to Nomu and Isu. Yeah, their failure. No one got no feather fall potion on them. I have a grappling hook. Did did we get a feather fall potion? I can't. Did we get? I got the feather amulet. Yeah, I know. I gave Eddie R an amulet that has feather fall. Well, he don't uh, fucking need that. She's got wings, dog. Yeah. You, you couldn't have put that on someone, bro? Yeah, you know? It's mine. <laughs> Who is he now? Like, why is everyone changing? What happened to us? All right, what is Nomu doing? Eddie Arby wanting to kill my ass since season one. Season one. <laughs> so Damien is falling down this large pit, and everyone sees this going on. And Cameros watches, and he puts both hands on his... On his head, he goes, oh, no. He's like, they're going to die before they even get over here. <laughs> so, Nomu and Isundra, what are you two doing? You still have to make your way on the, uh, through the second half of the bridge. Well, I'm, I'm throwing Isundra over my shoulder like a beach towel. And oh. I'm, I'm going to continue walking. I'm uh, holding on to Nomu for dear life, like a child. I got, like, my arms and legs around him. Right. While this roll. is going on, so... Eddie R just lost Damien. Damien is falling down this pit. And while this just happens, Nomu and Isundra are making their way across. Are we like close enough? Like, am I close enough to touch her? No. What? No, let me try to high five her. That's all I got to do. I rolled a a high fiver to cast spider. All right. So as, as Nomu and Isundra are walking around the bridge, Damien falls. Isundra, make me a, a deck saving throw to see if you can grab. Damien's hand as he's falling. Wait, oh, the feather falls reaction. Yeah, but it's on you. Right. Well, I can choose up to five falling creatures within range. Ooh. Yes. Well, it's too late, Eddie. Yeah. 
Oh, you're just trying to write me off, huh? <laughs> Who'd y'all cast to play me? The Damn. Okay. It's okay. You sooner make a deck save to see if you even can. Hey. Oh, nice. Okay. As Damien's falling, Isundra tries to go and grab for his hand, and she's able to grab it. I need. Spider climb, make, bitch. We high five. Make me a, a strength saving throw. You're able to grab me? her. Me? Yes. I'm not trying to hang out there. We're just high fiving. You're not trying to grab her. So you don't want to save me? I mean, I can try, but I was just gonna put spider climb on her so she could just. You're all in on it. You're all in on it. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. But no, well, if I. What, it's up to you. if you want to. Cast spider climb on her. The dexterity save, you rolled high enough to even touch the hand. So right. you can either try to grab her or you can cast spider climb. <laughs> okay. But if I grab you. What use is spider climb if I hit the ground? <laughs> well, you can touch the side of the bridge or something. If, I, if I'm falling where that hole is, I'm not by the wall. Well, you can climb the fuck up once you get to the bottom of it. Oh, so God. I can survive the fall. <laughs> Yeah, from the if, sky. If, if if I get around in before you hit the bottom, and you're still within sixty feet of me, you'll be dead. If I die this way, right. I'd be pissed. Oh, I knew that was gonna happen. Now me and Nomu were gonna die. Oh, so you what? would try and grab her. I guess because no one you wanted. Make, you make a strength saving throw. So you're able to you're able to touch the hand, and you try to grab, but with a strength of four, <laughs> you're not able to hold on to Damon. He he just slips right down and. You're now being pulled. Sorry, Nomu. Ah! Nomu, this is up to you now. Make me a strength saving throw to see if you can even hold on to them. Yeah. All right, so with Isundra and Damien both uh. now being pulled by you and the winds pushing you, Nomu, ah. Nomu is pulled off the edge of the bridge along with Isundra and Ah, oh, my bastard! <laughs> You all three are now falling <laughs> off the bridge. Yaito looks over. Oh no! <laughs> he hasn't right. even I gone yet. Climb. Is it uh, my turn? <laughs> I have cat climbing. <laughs> so you guys are all falling off the bridge now. At this point, Yaito is going to look down, and he doesn't have a spell to necessarily help any of you at this point. So. So there's nothing he can do. He he could attempt to do something, but it's probably not going to work. Adr, you now so he ain't have even to go try see if you can cast your spell. Well, if you want to yeah. use your amulet or not? In, in reaction to Nomu falling, I cast Featherfall on all three of them. Okay, and I believe they have what? It's a how long does it have before it? Or does One it minute have duration? Uh, and then if a fallen creature's rate of descent, uh, let's see. Choose up the five creatures within the range. A falling creature's rate of descent slows to 60 feet per round. That's all I need to know, 60 feet. So, as the three of you fall, you guys feel this magical aura consume all three of you, and you all begin to drop like a feather going down the pit. The pit is 50 feet deep, so you guys are able to make it with a 60-foot drop with the feather fall. But as the three of you drop down, you guys are now in the bottom of this cavern that you can tell it's dark it's rocky and there's not much you can see other than yourselves and some of the light around you coming from above but the sunlight is barely touching the caverns of where you're at now thank god for dark vision so at, at this point i'm going to go ahead and move your guys' characters to a new map so let me reveal where you're at. 
we like, die down here, these bastards are going to take all the treasure. I got a feeling they blew that hole in the bridge after they crossed it. These bastards. Kaminos mm-hmm. definitely thinks we're stupid now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he thought that ahead of time. Yeah, he, he did. saw us at a bar. He did, but right. now he knows. <laughs> so, I'm moving everyone down below. Wait, you me too? Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry, not Eddie R. My bad. Harry's like, I made it. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck these people. All right. So, if you scroll your map down, there's a second map. You guys are now in this cavern. So, I'm not looking at it. I ain't down there. Really quick. Camaros and Yaito are all, they both look at what's going on. And Elroy is like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yaito, save him! Save him! And Yaito is just looking around like, uh, I will do what I can. He, he yells over across the bridge at Ediar. Ediar, come with me down below. They may be injured. Ediar's like, nah. Yes, we should go check up on him. Camaros looks at Ediar and just shakes his head. He goes, and he just elbows. Now that Ediar has made it across the bridge, I'm assuming you've, uh, have you landed or are you going straight down with your wings? I mean, I've landed with the wings at last for a minute, so. Okay. So you've landed and Camaros walks up to you and he just whistles and nudges you with his elbow. <laughs> that was this is the party I Mmm, I hope they're not dead. I cast Featherfall on them as they are descending, so they should be good. Mm, that's if there's not a monster down there. <laughs> you might well, want to go check on them, my good friend. That's what I'm heading to do now. We'll meet oh. up with you guys in a bit. I'm sorry about the delay. That's what he wanted, Eddie R. So is Eddie R flying down? Yep. All right. He swan dies into the... <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. So you swan a swan dive, and Yaito looks over, and he's going to make his way down as well. But he's going to have to take his time doing so. So, and you are going to move your character down below, where everyone else is. Damien looking up as this shadow comes from the light. I know he is not gorgeously descending down here. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch, you dropped me. Uh, I'm pretty sure you slept. Yeah, that was your rule. I don't know, man. One minute I had it, and then it just, I don't know, felt like your chainmail was kind of slipping off your shoulder. <laughs> Why didn't you just grip the chainmail then? I was trying. You don't seem to understand how scary it is from that height. While also trying to keep my cape in the wind, it's not easy multitasking, okay? Are you two okay? Yeah. He's talking to a soldier and Damien. Just dirty. Yeah, I slowly landed on my butt. <laughs> so you land on your feet instead. Only my pride is hurt. It's okay. <laughs> well, thanks for trying to save me. Assume I did try. No this move. is true. Alright, so I hope a rancor is not down here. Why would you say this? He so- doesn't, doesn't want to fight a rancor. Everyone <laughs> make- know. Why would you curse us with, by saying something like this? <laughs> Everyone go ahead and make me perception checks. 12. 19. 14. Can I cut on a lantern? I'm the only person with no night vision. All right. You soon do with an 8, Nome with a 14, Eddie with a 19, Damon with a 12. All right. So nobody, oh, I should say, 
as you guys land and Edyar comes flying down, it's very dark down in these pits. You're not sure exactly where you're at or if there's even a way to get out. The area that you're standing, it seems to be fairly wide though. You have room to walk, but from what it looks like, looks like you're all surrounded by parts of the mountain that this that these ruins were on top of. There's cracks in the ground, there's large boulders lying around. But you guys are looking around and you can find basically that the area you're in is mostly just rocky terrain. You're not seeing anything that jumps out at you really. But Ediar, you do notice something moving along underneath the ground towards the group. The ground beneath seems to be moving along with it as if something is burrowed beneath. Uh-oh. Oh, no. for that shark again. Look no. out. The rest something of the is beneath party, us. I'm sorry. The rest of the party doesn't see it, just you. Everyone. Back up to the wall behind us. There seems to be something beneath us. Burrow. I mean beneath us. Like what that man shark, Nomu. Oh! He kind of tries to cling to the wall. <laughs> Alright, I need everyone to make me initiatives. Alright. Uh, Actually, before you do that, though... Oops. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Before you do that, though, let me let me roll, uh, pull out the turn order. Click on your icon before rolling, but I'll go ahead and add Nomu manually. Everyone else, go ahead. Oh! Dude, I'm not rolling good at all today. Oof. Damien, go ahead. Oof. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and roll initiative. Five. Okay. So who's that for? Not Yaito. <laughs> all right. Roll off. And I'm going to roll. All right, NPC's got 21. Yaito, really. All right, so the turn order goes: Yaito, Nomu, Isundra, Damien, Ediar, and then enemies. Ediar and enemies are tied. So, Ediar, what is your dex? Uh, my dex is a two. Okay. No, that's my modifier. Yes, yeah, yeah, the modifier. I meant your modifier. Okay. So, enemy will go last. So. With what's going on, Yaito is going to take a couple rounds to get down where you guys are as he has to make his way down slowly. Yaito is up above, and he goes and he casts a familiar spell that he did prior episode, and this mist appears around him, and as he vanishes, he appears 30 feet down the pit, but he's kind of going along the side of the mountain or the side of the pit being safe about it. It's going to take him a little bit to get to you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know he's coming, but he's coming. Well, Ediar knows. <laughs> Ediar does know. Yaito did say he would be joining. It's just going to take him some time. He doesn't have wings. Nomu, you are up. You have been told by Ediar that there is something beneath. You just don't know exactly what it is yet. All right, so I'm going to roll my stealth and then move towards the wall. So Okay. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm going to move towards the wall, you know? All right. So you move towards the wall. All right. Next Not to some boulders. Way. All right. Isundra, you are up. But we don't know where anything is right now, right? You do not know. You just see, you, you know there's movement. You just didn't see where the movement was. Eddie just shouted. You just have enough time to kind of quickly look around, but you don't, you don't know exactly where it's at yet. You just know something's coming. This would be your time to, like, cast a spell on yourself or something if you wanted to. Or you can... Hold your turn and wait for it to show up. Yeah, I don't really have any spells that work like without there some, being something to attack. So, okay. uh, 
I don't even know where to stand. Can I stand on this rock that I'm next to? Yeah, so you're standing next to this boulder that's about 10 feet high. You climb it. Yeah. On top of that rock. Yeah. Okay. Is and that I'm all just going to hold my spell, I guess. Okay. Damien, you're up. Um, I don't know what's coming, but I don't have a good feeling. I already can't see, so I'm going to put on my dazzling leather armor, just in case. Okay. Okay. Um, and can I also roll a stealth to try to get by the to the wall? Yeah, by all means, please do. All right, that ain't bad. All right. So, what Damien, do you go next to Nomu or the other wall? I'm gonna go. Hmm. Edgar hasn't moved yet. I'd like to stay close to him since he can see, but I can see Nomu, so I'll go next to him. All right. What is Edgar doing? And yeah. Edgar can see where it's at, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that Edgar sees it coming from over here. Edgar sees it coming from the north. I'm going to cast Bless on the other three members, not on myself. Okay. So whenever they make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, they can uh, roll a d4 and add the number of rolls to the attack or saving throw. Okay. And then I'm going to position myself here, basically, with my shield out. Uh, cut my speed in half on a three-fourths cover. Okay. All right. So with that is now whatever the creature's turn is. And the creature begins to move towards the group, and it has a skill that knows where you guys are, depending on where you're moving. And it senses several people going towards the wall, so that's exactly where it's going. Damn it. And it comes charging at... It comes charging towards Ediar, Damien, and Nomu. As he sooner gets on the boulder, it kind of ignores her for now. And it gets close, and it bursts from the ground right next to Ediar. This large creature is an earth elemental, and it reaches out with both of its hands, attacking Ediar from beneath, making two slam attacks against him. And your AC is an 18 or 19? Uh, my AC, with me going to three-fourths cover, it is 21. All right, I rolled an 18 plus its strength, so that will hit. Second attack will be a 15 plus, so that'll be a 23. So they both hit you. Right. So, Ediar, you see this giant, large stone or earth elemental burst from the ground. And the first slam that it does as it comes at you does 14 damage. 14. The second comes around to do more damage to you for... Nine damage. The rest of you see this large earth elemental just dig both of its stone hands into Ediar, damaging him with blunt, bludgeoning damage. Mm. That son of a bitch. Yaito is still come making his way down. He's not down just yet, but he screams out, Is everyone okay? I am on my way. Make it fast. And he's... Takes another turn, making his way down. Nomu, you are up. You see the stone earth elemental just pound into Ediar with force. What do you yeah, do? Yeah, Nomu gets offended by that, so he's he has his flail in his hand. Yes. Everybody forgot he had a flail. And he rushes <laughs> towards the monster. Okay. <laughs> and attacks it. All right, let's, uh, let's throw some flail in there. All right. Oh, yeah. There we are. That will hit with a 21, so go ahead and do your flail damage. Oh, ye. 11. 11? Okay. 
Nomu rushes in with his flail and he slams the flail up against the elemental and the elemental just takes the hit. But as it takes the hit, some of the rocks on its body begin to fall off and it just looks at him without saying a word. He's dead and such. <laughs> okay, Ivy. <laughs> Are you doing anything else or is that it? <clears throat> um, no, I don't think I have any bonus action type shit. Okay. That's it. All right. Isundra, you see Nomu charges Earth Elemental and Ediar just takes a hit. What are you doing? You're standing on top of that 10-foot boulder. Um, I'm going to do... Those are both of my concentration rolls. Okay, I was wondering what those were for. Um, I'm going to cast Hex. Okay. So I put a curse on him. I don't think you have to roll anything. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's instant. And that just gives you additional damage to it, right? Yeah, 1d6 necrotic damage whenever I hit it with an attack. Um, and then it also does a disadvantage on ability checks with the chosen ability that I choose. I don't know. Let's do... Huh? I say, yeah, you can choose whatever you want. It's up to you. Thank you. A a constitution. Constitate? Constitate. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it has disadvantage on its next, or on its constitution rolls while it is hexed. Nice. Okay. Do you do anything else? Um, I mean, that's all I can really do. So. Okay. Damien. Or no, damn. Wait. Hex is a bonus action. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can still make. So it. I can still attack, right? Yeah. As long as it's an action, not a bonus action spell. Get okay. it is. So can I? Can you use your bonus action that way? Like, would Hex be on it? Like a. Yeah. Yeah. I allow oh, okay. you guys to use your bonus action first. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then I want to use Shatter on him. Um. Obviously, it's 10 feet, so I'm just going to put it, like, on the side that Nomu and Ediar aren't on. Yeah. You don't want to hit the others, so you cast it on the opposite side of the elemental. Right, instead of fucking their shit up. How courteous. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so nice. (laughs) Nice. Oh, yeah, you have to make a con. I think it's a con save, yeah. Oh, so he's at a disadvantage then. Right, yeah, my bad. I forgot that's how you hit him. Okay, that's fine. One second. All right. So let me go ahead and roll twice for it. What does it have to beat? Uh, 15. Okay, so at disadvantage, it's at a 15. So it beats. Mm. Does it take half damage then with, with that? Yeah, or? So. That's stupid, Ryan. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you saw the roll. Yeah, half as much damage on a successful one. Okay. And then I still have to do the. Let him do your damage. All right. So thunder damage. So. But wait, how'd I get a fucking six? Is that serious? I rolled like does. shit. Look at that. A one, a three, and a two. Yep. You got me fucked up. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm allowing you to go ahead and... Yeah, oh, wait, how do I do this? Slash? Yeah. The slash R? Yeah. I'm acting like it's a subreddit over here. At least that's right. a five. Fuck. So 11 thunder damage, and it, and it succeeded its save. So as you make your thunderous attack with Shatter... It hits the backside of the stone elemental, and even though it succeeded its save, Isunura can see a large chunk of its back just gets blown off of it, and it kind of makes this groan. So he's not happy? He's not happy. (laughs) Oops. So that's pretty good. Damien, you are up. All right, bitch. So I'm not, I'd like to stay where I am for now. So I'm going to shoot with my short bow. Okay. And that'll hit. That will definitely hit. Not 20 each. 
Nine damage. All right. So you got you rolled a twenty. It wasn't a nat twenty, but you rolled a twenty. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. I see twenty, and I just get overzealous. <laughs> I usually am a failure. If it's a green twenty, that means you rolled a nat twenty. If the number is mm-hmm. green, so Damien shoots a short bow and hits the earth elemental for nine damage. The bow goes flying and it pierces the earth elemental, but it doesn't seem to do much damage. Okay, and as a bonus action, I'd like to lend Master of Tactics to Ediar, so he gets advantage on his next attack. Okay. I appreciate it. Ediar. Try to transport me. It's the least I can do. All right, Ediar, you're up. Ediar is going to use Inflict Wounds on the targets. Okay. Uh, is that a DC saving, or is that just a hit? It's a hit. Okay. So, I get advantage. Uh, 1d20 plus 6. That will hit. That definitely hits. <laughs> uh... It'll be 3d10 necrotic damage. All right. All right. 14 damage. Nice. You see Ediar touches the earth elemental and necrotic energy bursts through it, damaging it from within. Some of the rocks on the outside of its body begin to crumble a bit, but it's still standing. Perfect. It is now the golem's, or the golem, the earth elemental's turn, and it screeches out from the thunderous damage from Shatter as its backside has been torn apart and it looks around, but it swings its arms down at Nomu now. Aye! Nomu, what is your AC? 15. All right, you are able to dodge the large fish that comes down. Oh, dang. Other fist comes down at Ediar as well, trying to finish you off. With a roll of 21. That hit? hit. Okay. Oof, it's rolling high on you, buddy. <laughs> and it's going to do 11 plus 5 damage. Oh! We need Eddie 16. Are. Yep. Uh, pass my thing again. All right. And the Earth Elemental stands its ground, and it seems to see that it is beating down Ediar, and it's going to keep doing so until he has become nothing but a bloody pulp, bloody mess on the ground. This dude's a savage. And let's see here. It's Yaito's turn. All right. So Yaito is finally able to make his way down into the pit. And he comes flying down. Well, not flying down. But he casts a spell. And you see he appears this misty-like mist. Or misty-like. This gray mist slowly begins to form. And he appears out of thin air onto the pit. And he looks around, and he sees that the elemental just walloped Ediar as hard as it could. And he's like, oh my goodness. Misty Step is a bonus action. So he still has his action. He shoots out this flaming bird from his hands to try and hit the stone element, or the earth elemental. And he's able to hit it for five damage. Fire damage. It is Nomu's turn. Nomu's getting tired of the uh, Earth Elemental attacking Ediar, so <clears throat> he draws a symbol in midair. Blade wide! All right. Uh, so he has res- uh, resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing, and action surge! <laughs> Gonna swing that flail again. <laughs> that will hit. Awesome. Will hit. Four damage. 
You focus on me. Nomu swings his flow at the earth elemental, and as he hits it, Nomu just can tell from the damage he's doing the the flail just doesn't seem to be doing much. Damn. It still ignores Nomu. Isundra. Yes, that didn't work super great, but I kind of want to do it again. For shatter? Yeah. You got to beat my thing. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. oh, wait. No wonder. What? Oh, he did 1D0. Oh, it fails. Good. It fails at saving throw. You have advantage. Are you sure you don't want to roll again? Really, Jinko? It's at disadvantage, right? I mean, I mean it's going to fail. I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to cast this at like a second level. That's what okay. I can do, which means I do something. Where's it at? Higher levels, and you cast a spell. The damage increases by 1d8. So you rolled 13 plus your d8 for 2 damage, and then your hex added another 4 damage. So you strike the earth elemental again with your shatter spell, and you see the shoulders and its back burst open with stone flying all over. And parts of it begin to crumble, but it's still standing. But Isundra can tell that whatever she's doing, it is doing major damage to the Earth. Ha, 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 ha. All right, so get fucked. It is Damien's turn. Get fucked. <laughs> Enough talk, even though I haven't talked that much. All right. <laughs> so, in an attempt to get more damage, cutting action. All right. So, short sword of flames kiss, the rapier, and I'm thinking the short sword hits, but not the rapier. Rapier is going to bounce right off of the earth elemental, but your short sword of flames kiss hits it. Okay, okay. All right, so you do seven physical damage and six fire damage, and as you stab the earth elemental with your short sword of flames kiss, you can tell that the short sword pierces the earth elemental rather easily more so than your rapier for some reason mm. 11 damage total um do i can i disengage as my bonus action if you have your uh it's an extra skill for me i forget yeah, what it's called i don't have, have skill, yeah you can yes i'm gonna go back to where i was because i don't trust him okay That'll end my turn. Yaito has to do work. He's missed half of this. <laughs> All right. Eddie R., what are you doing? I'm going to use a uh, level two cure wounds on myself for my action. Okay. Uh, excuse me. So it'll be 2d8 plus my spell casting ability modifier. So 2d8 plus 6. Uh. So heal myself for 19. And then as a bonus action, do I have anything I want to do? Uh, not particularly. Okay. Nope, nothing for a bonus action. I'm just going to hunker down and try to survive for now. That's the most finish one. All right. So the Earth Elemental looks around and it sees Isundra. 
and it just glares at her, and it, she seems to be the one doing the most amount of damage to it. So it focuses on her, and it charges at her, giving Ediar and Nomu an attack of opportunity on it as it's charging. Get that thing before it gets me! <laughs> Please! Uh, I haven't had a chance to switch my weapon yet, so I still got the flail. Yep, so go ahead and make your attack of opportunity. If you want to. Nat 20. Nice. Nice. Do you double damage. He avenged that last what, week. roll twice? Yep. Mm. All right. Oh, it already does that for you. Okay, so six and six. Yep. All right. And Ediar, are you attacking? Uh, Yes. Uh, I have disadvantage because of my shield, so. Oh! All right, so Ediar is not able to hit, but Nomu swings as hard as he can, laying a crit, doing double damage, but it does not stop the stone elemental. It keeps charging at Isundra as Rock. Nomu cuts his off. legs off. And Give it time. Isundra sees this large stone creature or elemental just charging at her in full force, and it takes both of its hands, swinging them both. Oh, down. run! <laughs> <laughs> First hit, I rolled an 18. Second hit, I rolled a 1. So you get hit by 1. How do you know what my AC is? I just, I just know. It's 16. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the only hit that hits you, so I rolled let's see, 9, 10, 11. 16 damage. Oh. I'm glad I healed and didn't uh, attempt to attack and anger it. Because that would have killed me. So wait, how much damage? Sixteen. Oh. Yaito, seeing it charge at Isundra, he holds both of his hands out as he shoots this flaming energy out of his hands that forms into this tiger, and the tiger jumps onto the back of the elemental to scratch at its back, and Yaito's able to hit for eight damage, fire damage. It is now Nomu's turn. Nomu's going to switch to his uh, Righteous Greatsword. He's going to use his Feline Agility to try to get in between uh, the Earth Elemental and Asundra. Okay. He's doing his limit break. He's jumping. He's just going to come down with the Greatsword. All right. So go ahead and roll. Uh, let's see. Braver! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with a 16, unfortunately, you are not able to hit. No! <laughs> it comes down, and your sword digs into it, but not enough to damage it. Thank you for trying, <laughs> As I, like, got punched in the face, you I was all fucked up. 17 to hit it. I'm going to say that right now. All righty, Sundra, you're up. I need you to make me... Oh, yeah, constant. If you have any spells that you were doing concentration wise, I don't think you did. No, I don't think. Let me make sure hex. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a concentration. Yeah, so go ahead and make a concentration. Wait, didn't Ediar cast bless on all of us? Does that give you plus one or anything? Uh, one d four. I'll let you use it. Oh, Who hasn't done anything yet. I'm at that d four. Goddamn it. <laughs> no way. Get a D four. 
He's there it is. I'll let you do it since the Sundra hasn't done anything yet. All right, so you do hit. Nice. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was my damage on this damn thing? I went Super Saiyan to hit it. DD6 plus 4. Bam! Nice. All right, so for 10 damage, you're able to hit, and you're able to cut deep into the Earth Elemental. And as you cut deep into it, some more of its rocky body begins to fall apart, but it's still standing strong. Aether! <laughs> now it's easy to turn. Okay. So I gotta roll a constant. Constant. Is it con save? Yes. Okay. Alright, you're able to you're able to make it. Cool, 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 cool. Um well I think I used all my shit, so I gotta Eldritch Blast it. Oh, I didn't hit. That's a ten. Yeah, you're not gonna hit. <laughs> I give got us the melty, Give us the melty brain shit we deserve. I know, I'm trying. And with the yeah. elemental being so up close, honestly, uh, after hitting her, she's just not able to get herself together after that. <laughs> yeah, I probably got like a black eye. My fucking <laughs> teeth got knocked out. <laughs> my, my own blood is on my little fur jacket that I'm right. You son of a bitch! Damien? All right, I'm back like cooked crack. I'm running up. I was scared, but at this point, he is out of control. So I'm going to wield both weapons again and ooh. Oof. So oh, okay. that contrasting numbers. Yeah. Right? The rapier pierces the elemental, but the short sword of flame's kiss does not. And your rapier, as you pierce it, you dig deep into it, but for some reason you get the feeling it's not hurting it as much as it should be. Oh, bastard. Damien pulls the sword back out. <sighs> A waste. <laughs> Eddie R? It is time to end this fight. Weak. AR sneaks up behind it. Gonna use a level two inflict wounds. Okay. <laughs> no! No! Two spell! <laughs> Why does your mic sound so, so crackly? Just crackly? I think it's the internet. Ah, uh, uh, okay. All right, so Edyar is not able to hit it with a nine. Doing anything else, Edyar? Uh, Edyar is not doing anything else. Okay, it is now the elemental's turn, and it looks down at Isundra, and it raises both of its arms. Uh, it no, down. I should have moved. The first hit will miss. Oh. The second hit, however, will hit. Oh, I pee my pants. For... <laughs> 15 damage. I got 5 HP left, y'all. <laughs> Raito sees that the elemental is just beating the shit out of Yasundra. And he takes both of his hands and he shoots out another flaming tiger that jumps onto the elemental. You the bird! The bird, not the tiger! <laughs> and as he shoots the fire tiger out, before it reaches it, the elemental swings its hand and it knocks the flame apart. Tiger does nothing. He's not able to hit it. And Nomu, it is your turn. Nomu's going to pretend this earth elemental is Griffith and he's going for that side swing. <laughs> Griffith? Griffith! Sorry. Griffith! <laughs> That's at 21 for you. That will hit your damage. Oh, yeah. I'm doing, I'm gonna do just that. Hiya! 
<laughs> seven. For seven damage, you're able to cut midway through the elemental, and as you cut midway through, it slowly begins to crumble even more. It's large body weakening. It is weakened, but it's still up. Fight me, damn it! <laughs> Isundra. I mean, I'm fucked either way, right? So, well, am I? What do I got? I mean, I got a potion. Hmm. Now I'm gonna try to hit it. I feel like it's almost dead. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. You give it that melty brain shit, and that will hit. Oh, I forgot to roll my con save real quick to know if Hex is going to give me. Oh, yeah, go ahead and make your concentration yet. Oh, oh. no, that's oh. You failed oh. your, your concentration, so your Hex goes away, it fizzles out, but you still shoot it with Eldritch Blast. With seven damage, how do you end it? Nice. Yes! I shoot Eldritch Blast out of my hands, and I'm like, no, Mo, thank you for saving me once again, and I, like, Kamehameha it. You gotta lift the foot. Sundra puts one foot back and she Kami Kami has the Eldritch Blast into the face of the Into his eyeball Earth Elemental. To melt the brain. And the Eldritch Blast flies into its skull and the head explodes. And as the elemental's head explodes, all of the rest of its body crumbles into the ground, leaving nothing but pebbles and dust beneath it. Jeez. You destroyed the earth elemental. And as you do so, all around you, you don't hear anything else coming your way. And Yaito just, he puts his forehead or his hand onto his forehead and wipes the sweat off of it. Oh, I thought you all were goners. I am happy to see you are all safe. Yeah, I'm sure he probably hurt, so. <laughs> so what, you just jumped down here unscathed? I used what is called Misty Step. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow. Must be nice. But <laughs> hey, when I was flying in the air, did I look cool? <laughs> you did not look very cool. Your Damien cloak, rushes however, up to him and oh. your purple cloak, however, looked fascinating. Go on. But you yourself looked like you were about to pee your pants. Enough out of you. <laughs> what we need to do is figure out what's down here. Can I roll to investigation and kind yes. of look around? Okay. Yes, you. Ooh. Damn. Wow. So you had a 20 on your investigation. As Damien begins to look around the pit, she finds that there are several little crevices into the walls around you all. And she finds that there's little entranceways all around you guys that you can go through. So I'll go ahead and reveal these areas. One moment as I reveal. Now loading. Now loading. You find that there are three separate ways that you can go that lead all around here. Let's see here. All right. So there's three pathways you can take. One going north, one going southeast, and another going west. And you find nothing else that is of danger at this moment. And everyone can hear a, a very faint sound coming from above. You would assume it's Camaros, but you can't really tell what he said. He's yelling down the pit. You just hear this echoing. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, he's probably laughing at us. Welcome. If there's treasure down here, we'll be the first to get it. But they'll have the treasure at the top. Does anyone else think they did this on purpose? 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. Are you saying they blew out the bridge? After they crossed it? Possibly. <laughs> don't ever admit to it, but we just need to stay on our toes. Yaito looks around. Do we wish to climb back up, or do you all prefer that we look around down here? There's well, probably yeah. another exit down here. We should look around. Yeah, we might as well see if there's anything of benefit to us before we hike back up. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Oof. Isundra with an investigation of six. I'm fucked up. I got five HP left. I'm like on one knee. That Kamehameha was all my energy. <laughs> yep. Like spirit bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Isundra has an investigation of six. Namu with a nine. You guys don't really see anything that comes comes out at you. But Damien, well, no, you'd have to make a new investigation check for this. Okay. Let's see. Don't fail me. Eddie failed me. <gasps> Six. And Eddie R., are you doing any? That's job be one. All right. So in the Western room, your Eddie R. is able to kind of look around, and he sees in the Western crevice area of the pit, he notices there is a small wooden chest against the wall right there. I'm going to open it and look and see what's inside. All right. Make me a deck saving throw. <laughs> uh. I'm so weak. <laughs> All right. So you made a deck save of 12. You failed. As you open the chest, fire shoots out at you. <laughs> For 3d6 damage. Oh! 13 damage. You know what? I'm done, right? <laughs> Fire shoots out of the chest, hitting Eddie R for 13 damage. There was a trap in the chest. Are oh! You standing, Eddie R. Uh, I'm still standing. I healed myself that one time, so. Okay. So you take the full force of fire for 13 damage, and as you do so, you take a minute to compose yourself, and you look into the chest, and you find in the chest there is there is a mace. A mace, you say? Yes, there is a silvered mace sitting there in the chest. Eddie will equip this silvered mace. Actually, don't we already have this? Yeah, I think you already had Didn't we silver them? Or did you silver yours? I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, Ryan. Way to give stuff we already have. It's, Shouldn't it's be silver, burning your hand. It's a silvered mace, but there might be an additional attribute to it. We don't know yet. It's not burning your hands or anything? <laughs> It just does extra damage to me, I think. You don't, think you don't feel uh, uncomfortable holding it? <laughs> it's just a mace, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been sitting on a joke. It's inappropriate at this time, but I really wanted to say something. Um, that box was burning. <laughs> Get it? Oh. Eddie, are you okay? I should have asked sooner. Yeah, I'm fine. I burnt my face a bit, but I'm good. Still have your eyebrows? Weak. I think half of one. He doesn't have any hair, so. I mean... We could at least keep it, if it's worth anything. Try to sell it. Yep. I might be able to use it. and get it inspected later. Here All right. So, after you take the silvered mace, you guys look at the other two areas, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But in the other two areas, there's nothing else really down here in the pits. Nothing that is of interest. So, you assume... Can right I now, drink my potion? Yeah. I'm also going to drink this potion of head on me for forever. All right, so go ahead and drink your potion. 2d4 plus 2. Oh, Jesus. All right, Sundra heals for 9. Eddie R heals for 6. 
And as you guys are kind of inspecting the other crevices and other rooms, again, nothing stands out. There's no other chest or box or anything of interest. No other monsters or creatures. But as this is going on, a rope drops down, hitting the ground, and you don't hear anything other than the, the echoing. I almost want you to send Imara up there to see if they've already looked through the fucking shit and took all the good stuff. <laughs> Bastards. Yaito sees the rope hit the ground, and he walks over to it, and he grabs it, and he pulls on it. Over here, it looks like they dropped the rope for us. It seems safe enough. We should all climb. Yeah, sure. I mean, they couldn't drop the rope during the battle to help, but, you know, that's nice and all. What if it's some kind of trick and it turns into a snake? Oh, God. I'll climb first so you guys can break my fall if the rope gives. <laughs> Let's not a joke around about snakes. I do not like <laughs> oh god natural kryptonite it is my natural yes kryptonite you know what kryptonite is dog <laughs> right i do not understand the word kryptonite but i assume <laughs> it's bad so i assume yes it is my kryptonite right? ryan is like do not fucking talk about snakes <laughs> Naito does not enjoy slithery creatures give me that rope. one time i was drinking tea and a snake came slithering into my home in Yuma. It scared me so much, I jumped out the window. My girlfriend at the time laughed at me. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. She had to take the snake out of my home. And she said, ha ha ha, Yaito, you're He's so funny because you have the, all the powers. But yet you are running away from little snake. <sighs> That's a horror story. It's indeed a horror story. So let us hope the rope does not turn into a snake, or I will be very, very angry. I'll just eat the snake. That's okay. Oh my yes, God. you will eat it, and I will stand behind you while you do so. Give me the rope. Here, this is yours. I got 20, 20 uh, feet climb speed anyway. <laughs> All right, so if everyone's going to climb the rope, everyone needs to make me a check. We have to see if anyone falls. Athletics. Still check using athletics. I told you to let me climb first so y'all can break my fall. Everyone is able to make it except Damien. Damien jumps onto the rope, yes. and before he even gets far, he falls and hits the ground. Ugh. Not enough, though, Not enough to really hurt himself, but he isn't able to keep grip. And Yaito looks over at Damien. Damien, it's just not a snake. It's okay. Shut up, Yaito. <laughs> it's okay. Give me your hand. Let's go. I will assist you. Fine, but no funny business. Don't touch the cape. <laughs> he grabs his hand. All right, make me another strength saving throw, or uh, athletics. All right, you're able to make it up. <laughs> and I'm just going to make you guys do two checks. You're halfway up the pit. So everyone make me another athletics saving throw. You're about 35 feet up. You know what. <laughs> All right. Damien really hates climbing. As you guys are all climbing, everyone is able to climb with ease. Halfway there, Damien's hands begin to sweat, and he slips. Make me a dexterity saving throw, Damien, to see if you're able to catch it on. Ooh, you got sweaty hands. I who's know. A, who's Damien, ahead of uh, Damien? Damien Yaito at this point. Damien is last at this point. Yaito was up above. As Damien's hand slips, Yaito reaches down and grabs Damien's other hand. You're able to grab onto him. And the eyes looks down at him. Do not worry, Damien. I have your back. I may not be Rogar, but I am Yaito of the sky. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks. It's okay. We will enjoy tea once we get up there. We'll also enjoy never speaking of this again. What's going on down there? Nothing, nothing. We're coming. So everyone's able to finally make it up, and I'm going to go ahead and move everyone back up onto the map. And you all climb the rope, and you're now on the other side of the bridge with Camaros and Yavirus. And at this point, Camaros just looks at you guys, and he has this large grin on his face. Well, well, well. Seems like you're all safe after all. Good to see you're all alive. The treasure would have been all of ours if you guys died down there. But glad to see you're okay. <laughs> Elroy, Elroy is at the other end of the bridge. He's yelling, oh my gosh, I thought you guys were all dead meat. Oh my goodness, I almost drank all of your flask. <laughs> oh, Damien snatches it. What? He starts shaking it. Well, he's on the other side of the bridge. Oh, shit. You got Mage Hand or something? Right. <laughs> I got overzealous. Listen, Damien's squinting his eyes. I don't know. He's still standing. He couldn't have drank that much. Uh, I drank a little bit. I What's a little bit? Stuff. Like uh, a full gulp? Like you, you tipped it back and went gunk and gunk? Or you went... Uh, I went gunk and gunk. Damn it. We're you coming. Okay? Are you okay? No. God damn it. My pride's hurt, my knees are scuffed, my cape is dirty. Oh, well, at least you're still alive. I'll, I'll still be here on the other side. You guys, uh, good luck. And, and all around you guys see the dead goblinoids, the dead goblins and bugbears lying there. Averis is sitting down, and as she's sitting down, you see she's sitting on one of her zombies that's leaned over, and she's sitting on its back, and she's going through a couple pages in this book that she has. As she's sitting on her zombie. The zombies are all fours. There's other two zombies. They're all bugbear zombies. The other two are kind of standing around keeping guard. And Camros begins to pull his rope back up that he had dropped for you guys. And he looks over at the rest of you. Well, I hope you guys aren't going to be pulling things, stunts like that once we're in the ruins. I thought you all were capable of these things. But I guess not. (laughs) I'm just joking. Did we die? And no, you didn't, but you fell. If it wasn't for your angel-winged friend over there, you probably would have fallen to your death. <laughs> the point is we didn't die, right? So we are completely capable. You could have sent some undead down there, like some of these reincarnated whatever bears, to help us. It's not like if they fell, they would have actually died for the first time or anything. Or was that too much to ask? Wait, how did you guys get the cross? With skills, of course. <laughs> That's the same answer they gave the first time. That's stupid. Averis just yawns as she's. I want to see the checks, the skill checks. <laughs> Camros finally gets his rope up and he starts putting it in his bag. He begins to walk back towards the southern end, towards the stone like stairs that are leading up towards the Goldberry Keep ruins. And he looks back at the rest of you. Well, you guys were pretty late. We ended up slaughtering these poor goblinoids and. My partner over here ended up, as you can tell, summoned a few of them to be meat shields for us before we go in. So what do you all say? Ready to go into these ruins and see what's deep in there? Hmm? Ah, uh, sure. What time is it? Left? Well, you guys were arriving, uh, what I say? It was about mid-afternoon or something like that. We'll just say it's mm-hmm. mid-afternoon. You guys were only in the pit for probably about 30 minutes at, at tops. So it's still mid-afternoon-ish. Sun's still out. 
Averis is looking through her book and she just shuts it and looks at the rest of you. Well, if we're all prepared to go, then let us go. Would we be able to take a like a one hour short rest? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's why I asked what time it was. <laughs> you guys can take a short rest if you'd like. Avira or uh They're Camrose. not gonna like that, but Camros just looks at the rest of you. Ah I'm all for resting. What what the heck? Let's take a rest here, you know? Seems like you guys need it. Poor saps. Score. Short rest counts as a long rest. Yeah, so you guys can take a short rest. How long of a short rest? Because that actually matters really soon. I don't know. Four hours. I assumed we were talking about a short rest, not like Four hours would be a short rest. Because they have, uh, because for one of her scales, she gets her spell slots back with a one hour short rest. And then a four hour short rest for her equals a full rest for her, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll get a full rest with a half rest. We're doing four hours, half rest. So yeah. it's nighttime right now? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's perfect uh, time to go in. <laughs> so righteous. we're... Hmm? Wait, are we still, like, kind of on the other side of the bridge outside of... Yeah, you guys... Yeah, kind we of, set up camp. You, you kind of set up camp where the goblinoids set camp up. So you kind of just took their camp. Damien's yelling across the bridge, Throw my flask! You probably lose that flask. <laughs> <laughs> Elroy goes... Are you sure it's really windy? It might get lost in the pit. You can't tie the bottle to like an arrow and shoot that shit over here. I, I can. You want me to try? It's potentially gonna get lost, but I'll do it if that's you what you want. You've proven reliable with an arrow. I need a drink. Uh, okay, one second. You yeah. know we didn't make it across the gap, right? <laughs> they being <laughs> quietly <laughs> praying. He gets his short bow and he Oh god. He wraps a little bit of rope around the flask and the arrow, or the bolt, and he aims it. Are you sure about this? <laughs> Please don't drop it. Please don't drop it. Yes! Please don't drop it. He shoots it. He drops and it. He, with a seven, oh. as it goes flying over the bridge, the wind picks up the bolt, and it goes flying the opposite way of where you are into the darkness of the pit. Oh. And yeah, me- Elroy looks. <gasps> That's on you, Damien. You can't blame Elroy. Damien turns Elroy. his. Damien turns his back to the bridge as the wind takes his cape. He walks away in silence. <laughs> the dramatic turn, right? <laughs> Elroy drops to his knees. I'm sorry, Damien. There was nothing. I did my best. Is Damien crying? Can I uh, do like a perception check to see if Damien's crying? I mean, yeah, if you want. I do want. <laughs> Damn. Isundra can see every emotion on Damien's face. <laughs> Damien's chin's doing the meatball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew she would be sad, or he would be sad, but I did not know it was going to be this serious. That was the last memory I had of Marvin, the scotch I stole. <laughs> I guess that was a sign. It's time to let him go. He betrayed me, yes, but I need to move on. Yaito walks over to Damien and holds a little cup of tea. Well, it's not the same. Here you go, my friend. I I am sorry you lost your flask, but maybe this cup of black tea will help you. I just need a minute. I understand. Take your time. I think think you guys might want to keep him away from me. At least until we get to the next town. I don't know how I'm going to react. 
<laughs> he did what I asked. He was a good friend, but he just should have been better. He should have been better. Cameras. You're smelling on the inside, aren't you, Eddie R? This is really fucking funny, huh? <laughs> um, just a little bit. <laughs> Eddie, I was like, maybe you should reconsider being an alcoholic. <laughs> you guys know how I get when I don't drink. This is on you. Damien walks away. Isundra leans over to Camrose. This is really not good. When she doesn't drink, she she does some pretty crazy stuff. Like one time she shook down this priest and took his money. <laughs> he raised an eyebrow. Oh, is that right? He takes out a flask and he holds it up towards Damien. Hey, would you like a drip of this? Oh, God. There's more, blood. There's more blood in Damien's face than anyone's seen all day. What, what's in there? I wouldn't. He has his large grin and he just takes a sip from his flask. Mmm. Delicious scotch neat. Oh. Oh, God. Damien slowly walks over. Damien would be so easy to poison. He grabs it. Can I make some type of investigation or like smelling it to kind of see what's actually in there? I'm I mean, assuming the flask drink. isn't see-through. Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation. Sniff it. Damien sniffs into the flask with a roll of 19. He knows the smell. <sighs> knows it is exactly what Camrose said it was. Scotch neat. <laughs> A good man you are. I talk my shit down in that hole. I'll, I'll admit it. Camrose just has his large grin. <laughs> you guys are a funny bunch. You know, because you survived that, go ahead and take a free swig. Ow, oh. ow it. Oh. All right, now I take a free swig. <laughs> it's dripping down his chin. Oh, I thought you said it. swigs, plural. I didn't hear. Sorry. Damn you, man. What is wrong with you? Nothing. Did Have you... some class. What's that? You're a damn fool. Give it back to me. Oh, you don't it's... understand that. Damien is the one with class. It's it's Desiree. <laughs> Who? Oh, yeah, her. It's been a while, huh? Camrose takes his flask. He just puts it. He bottles it back up and puts it into his bag. Jeez. What's wrong with you? <sighs> That's good Try shit, to be man. nice, and this is what you do? Come what? on. Listen, when we go back to a bar, two drinks on me. Maybe even three. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's make it four and we'll be even. Okay. <laughs> Very well. Four drinks on you. Or me. Don't worry. Averis doesn't drink much. You just have to get me the drink. <laughs> yeah, I have no intention on helping her. She could care less about me. I almost died three times today. She hasn't blinked. No, I haven't. Well, I mean, while we're resting here, so what exactly kind of treasure are you really looking for in these ruins? You mentioned something particular before. I don't remember exactly what it was. We need rings. I forget. Oh, thank you, Adia. You need a ring. What kind of ring are you looking for? How do you know there's a ring in there? Because you hear a story. Everyone tells stories. We have some knowledge that, uh, from a source that's somewhat reliable, that's, and we were required to get a ring, and we just don't know exactly what it looks like. You don't reveal your sources, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like a news channel, you can't tell people where the source came from. Cameron just rubs his chin, and he just, hmm, I see. 
must be a powerful ring if it's or something that's worth a lot of gold if you know what i mean if you're looking for the specific ring what did he nothing of that nature it's worth anything well regardless i guess whatever we find we're splitting it 50 50 so i guess i can't complain too much i don't really care what's in there i just know there's a bunch of treasures down in these ruins you guys do know how old this place is right uh, no. No, go ahead and tell us. <laughs> That's not really my cup of tea, but I can tell you it's over 500 years old. And as, as Camaros, Camaros is talking, Averis corrects him, over 200,000, or I'm sorry, over 2,000 years old, you mean, not 500. I, I said over 500, Averis. You have to be more specific. It's over 2,000 years old, before Lande was even a nation. <sighs> Here she goes again, goddamn nerd. Telling you, can't talk about any stories without her correcting me. I mean, you do need to be accurate. So are you some kind of scholar? No, she's the EDR of our group, her group. Every group needs one. Not saying it's a bad thing. At Nomu. Yes, I am, you can call me somewhat of a scholar, a treasure hunter of sorts. I did mention that I seek knowledge deep within these ruins of historical value these ruins here are more than 2000 years old before the nation of lande was even created these ruins stood up do you all know the story behind the goldberry keep ruins uh no but i'm pretty sure you're gonna tell me <laughs> i might have heard it in a bar once i can't really recall elroy mentioned a brief little glimpse of what happened to the ruins. He mentioned that there was a red dragon that destroyed yep. long ago. And you guys remember the name Xandos of the Raging Fire mm-hmm. was the one that did it. But Averis just chuckles slightly. Well. Hold up. Ryan, is there going to be a fucking dragon in here? I don't know. We'll see. That's a good question. <laughs> Very good question. There's a fucking dragon in here. <laughs> I wanted to ask that, but I wouldn't be too pointed. Averis just chuckles slightly. Tell me if there's a dragon in here. I got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> Make an investigation check, and all you can see is the area around you and the entrance towards the ruins going up those stone steps. You don't know what's inside the ruins. Yeah, me fucked up, Brian. <laughs> Swell. Averis, though, with an investigation check of 21, she's going to kind of chuckle at your thoughts of there possibly being a dragon. And she goes... Yes, the legends have it that the Goldberry Keep ruins long ago was destroyed by the red dragon known as Xandos of the Raging Fire. That is what everyone knows here on Tyrister. Very common knowledge. Very few people, though, understand exactly what the Goldberry Keep ruins were. Do you all know back before the time of us mortals, back in the time of dragons, in a time of the gods and goddesses. What stood here on the land of Tyrister, hmm? Imara is on my shoulder and listening intently. She's being Mm. very adorable. (laughs) We're about to traverse these Goldberry Keep ruins, a place that no other adventurer or treasure hunter has left. Okay, I didn't know this part. Hmm. No one else that uh, that we know of has survived traversing these ruins. Every adventurer that has seeked fame, fortune, 
have all gone missing deep within these ruins. It is going to be dangerous, and it's going to be filled with, who knows, creatures from 2,000 years ago. I wish to know exactly what's deep within these ruins. Back before we mortals were the main thing that happened on these lands, do you all know of the, the dragon lords and the gods, the war between the dragons back before our time? Do any of you know of the story of the dragon? Yes, I know a bit. I mean, Nomu will probably learn some, learn some yeah. of it since he, drinks, he uh, speaks draconic. Make me history checks, everybody. Okay. So this would be like some people kind of know about, right? Yeah. Damn, that's 20. Like not a lot, but. Yeah. Well, I got an at 20 on my other role if I had advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Damien with but a I don't. Nomu with a critical 20 up to a 23. Edyal with a 20. Isuna with a 13. So all of you know the basic story between the war that had that. But Nomu knows a lot. On Tears, but Nomu is going to know a little bit more about the great war between the dragon lords and the gods and goddesses. Ediar and Nomu, you guys know almost all of the story she's telling. Damien and Isundra, you both, you get up to the point where you knew about the, the dragon lords and the gods and goddesses, but that's about as much as you know. Nomu and Everyone Edyar, knows this to be a fact, right? Like, it's not like a religious yes. thing where they're like, yeah, I think maybe this happened. Okay. It is definitely a fact. Ediar and Nomu are going to know all the details, whereas the other two, you know up to the point about the dragon lords teaming up with some gods and goddesses at one point. But Averis continues with the story, the history of Tirister, and she explains to you all that Back before the mortals took over Tirister, there was a time that the great primordial goddess known as Reverie, it is what the world is called, Reverie. You guys live in the world of Reverie, Tirister being the continent. I feel Back like we should before, know that. Yeah, you definitely know <laughs> that. Before its time of the mortals on Tirister, Reverie, the primordial goddess, created the land of Tirister as a place for mortals to thrive, whether it be orcs, elves, half-elves, humans, dwarves, whatever. The land was created specifically for the mortals to consume and do whatever they pleased with, whether it be good or bad. This primordial goddess known as Reverie created several gods and goddesses, which you all know to be of the Octatic Divine, which is also one of Ediar's goddesses that he follows, Solaris. You know that the Octatic Divine gods and goddesses came from Reverie, as well as the Vile Seven, or also known as the Haptatic Evils. Those seven gods and goddesses, also along with the eight gods and goddesses that form the Octatic Divines, all come from Reverie. When Reverie created the land of Tirister, she allowed these gods and goddesses to watch over the lands and to allow the mortals to do whatever they pleased, whether it be good or bad. Reverie didn't care what the mortals did as long as they did it on the land of Tirister. There was another so-called primordial known as Tiamat. Tiamat was the dragon goddess that the dragons followed. Tiamat saw other things that could be done with this land of Tirister. 
So she sent her dragon lord to take it over and to destroy everything about it. But the dragon lords that followed Reverie teamed up with the other gods and goddesses. Even the evil gods and goddesses also worked with these dragon lords to fight off the other dragon lords that followed Tiamat. So it was basically a war between the dragon lords that followed Tiamat and the dragon lords that followed Reverie, as well as the gods and goddesses under Reverie. So during this time, 2000 plus years ago, the mortals at the time created this Goldberry Keep ruins as a fortress to watch over the northern area of what is now known as Londe, from sea creatures to other dragon lords to whatever. However, the red dragon lord known as Xandos destroyed the Goldberry Keep ruins during its time. However, it is widely known that during the destruction of the Goldberry Keep ruins, it is heavily tied to the fact that this is exactly the place where the goddess Solaris, goddess of the sun, and the god Armas, the god of strength, teamed up to do battle against Xandos, the red flaming dragon lord. It is known that Solaris and Armas were about to lose the battle against Xandos. However, they received aid from another dragon, which the stories have it that they killed Xandos where he landed into the Greythorn Forest, or what is now known as the Greythorn Forest. However, history knows that none of the dragon's remains have ever been found. Averis believes that there is knowledge of Xandos and what happened here 2,000 plus years ago, deep within the ruins, and she wishes to uncover exactly why Xandos attacked the Goldberry Keep ruins. She wants to dig further deep into these ruins to see if this story is true or if there's something else hidden deep within the ruins. So you basically all know that the dragon lords fought each other. Some teamed up with Tiamat, some teamed up with the gods and goddesses of Tyrister. But all you do know, though, is after the end of everything that went down, Tiamat's dragon lords ended up losing against the dragon lords that followed Reverie. The gods and goddesses took over Tyrister, which is why the mortals now follow them, whether they be good or bad. But the dragon lords that followed Reverie have all flown off and have not returned to Tyrister since. Occasionally, there will be a dragon that is found from time to time, but it's not a dragon lord. It's just a common dragon of some sorts that you guys have heard stories of. You're not a dragon lord, you're just some common bitch. Exactly. <laughs> the actual dragon lords that were in charge have not returned since, good or bad. The dragons that do fly around, again, they're not dragon lords. They're common dragons that possibly don't even remember this history. Some of them are too young to even have been alive during its time. But that is why Averis is here. She is here to find more of this history regarding Xandos and possibly Tiamat, and why this Goldberry Keep ruins was potentially destroyed, or why it was potentially even created. She believes there's more to the story than there really is. Does she have white hair? Who? Like silver hair? Who? Uh, Averis? Averis? Yeah, she has white hair and green eyes. Cool. I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) She, She finishes the story, and... Isundra and Damien, they know up to the point that they know of Reverie and they know about the Dragon Lord, but they don't know that the story 
behind Goldberry Keep Ruins was the epic battle between Solaris and Armas versus Xandos. Nomu knows about it, and Ediar knows about that. Oh my gosh, you know so much. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know some things, but I'm not going to praise you like some genius. I can pick up a book, too. <laughs> yes, but she is so smart to tell us all of this without reading it to us. Don't you think? I could see right through you. I'm telling Manel and Lano. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't need to know anything. I don't even think they like me. It's really just fine. So it shouldn't matter that I tell them. But I think you're into a virus. That's a different conversation for a different day. <laughs> different day? Camrose just, he, he looks around. Ugh, I hate these history stories. Just get me to the treasure already. I could care less about the octatic divines or the heptatic evils. It's all about the money. Come on now, the goods. Plus, we all know a dragon lord hasn't shown its face in who knows how long. Come on now. He looks over at Ediar. Who do you follow, by the way? You're one of those churchy boys, aren't you? Damn, churchy boys. boys. Did your mom and daddy have you in, like, some suspenders and overalls when you went to uh, church back in the day? Dude! Like two-shoe guys. With roll suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I he follow He definitely so had to do that. It's a good, good one. Cameron just smiles at Ediar. So what do you think about the whole story between the Dragon Lords teaming up with both the Octatic Divines and the Heptatic Evils? I'm sure it's pretty common for you to butt heads with the people that follow the evil gods and goddesses around here. To think that they even teamed up, you think that's true? I don't necessarily know what to believe, but uh, any Dragon Lord that follows the Heptatic Evil will be crushed by my mace. I heard the story when I, when I was at my father's knee as a kitten, but I never really cared too much. Kittens have knees? I have knees. You do bend. They look weird. Can I feel them? What? No. I'll stay on track. I'm sorry. He has some really good fucking scotch. <laughs> Averis, she looks at Ediar. So you're a follower of Solaris, goddess of the sun. Tell me. Do you believe Solaris, along with her brother Armas, did battle here against Xandos and defeated him without or with the help of another dragon? What do you think? Do you think Xandos is dead or do you think he may slumber deep beneath the grounds of Londe? I would hope that he is dead, but there is a possibility that he could be alive. You doubt your goddess, then. Solaris speaks that she defeated Xandos. Well, I do pray to Solaris. I do understand that you should always, how I should say, think for yourself at some times. Dude. Oh. That's not how religion works, dog. Camros looks at the others. <laughs> the rest of you, his, wide, his eyes are wide open. Whoa! I was Whoa. expecting those words out of this priest boy's mouth. You shocked me. You surprised me, cleric man. Here, take a swig of my drink. Not you, Damien. Oh, I don't drink. What? Oh my god, he only <laughs> drinks no. water in a cheap meal. What kind of man are you? I'm a man who does not need a drink. <laughs> You're missing out on a lot of things, poor chap. It's oh true. well, I'll drink for you. <laughs> 
We'll drink for you, right? No, I didn't say you, Damien. You've had enough. <laughs> what? No, wait a minute. Enough is just a construct. It's just something that confines us. It's it's something that people made up to limit how much somebody else can have. Some. I just feel like that's unnecessary. And if we've agreed for you to jump on my tab at the bar, I just don't see why you're being greedy, man. Nah. Damn it. All right, let's move on. Yaito looks around. This is very fascinating history. I have never known this story of Tyrister and the, the Octatic Divines and the Heptatic Evils. You know, back in Ashai, we have other gods and goddesses that I, I have heard about, but never this. But the one thing I do know is the Dragon Lords are a very real thing. I have also heard of the Dragon Goddess, uh, Tiamat. Very scary stories regarding this dragon goddess. It is said to be as powerful as Reverie herself. It is insane to think about. Now that a dragon lord that followed Diamat to be possibly around here. Ooh, scary. It's alright, bad enough. We may even run into Zandos down here. Do you guys know Sleep. a lot about dragons if we do run into one? Like, is there, like, something you know that we should know? Averis rubs her chin. I have my suspicions. I doubt Zandos is really slumbering or sleeping somewhere down beneath us. What I'm really thinking is down in these ruins. Are books, scripts, possibly even magical items that might show us a little bit of the past? If Zandos truly is down there, I'm assuming it's going to take some powerful force to even awaken the Dragon Lord. If that's the case, let us tread carefully. I would not wish to awaken such a Dragon Lord. It would be dangerous for us to do such a thing. We'd probably have all of Londe destroyed if we did that. Let's not do that. But I will tell you, if this fortress was truly created 2,000 plus years ago by the mortals, that means we could possibly find ancient relics from the orcs, ancient relics from the elves from back then, even the dwarves, and who knows what else. It excites me to think of what could be found down there. As long as it's shiny, I would like it. Mm. And as long as it helps Ediar not turn into a rabbit dog. Mm. What are you talking about? Nothing. But I will have to say this. With it being so old, I expect there to possibly be creatures from such a time. So we might see ancient creatures. Who knows what's down there deep in the ruins? We might be seeing things we've never seen before. Isn't that a little fascinating to you? A live dragon? No. Um, so let's talk worst case scenario. I know, you know, our goal is not to wake it, but should we do so because we are jinxed, I'm convinced. We're all agreeing to run, right? Or try to fight valiantly and potentially die? Uh, running sounds good. Okay. I'm not here to die. I'm here to learn. Of course I'm going to run if I need to. Alright, by uh, one question. Is, are dragons edible? I, For science? Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming they can be. However, I would assume it is very... It is frowned upon amongst the dragon society if a dragon was to find out you ate one of its own you'd probably be hunted my dear friend 
Oh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was just, you know, wondering. So how would Rogar feel about that? Like, would he be, would he not care as much because he's a dragonborn? Or would he be, like, really offended? I mean, I have no problem lying straight to his face when he asks. (laughs) I just want to know. I don't know who this dragonborn character is, but you do know the dragonborns are descendants of the dragon lords, right? Yeah, so don't eat the dragon. Got it. It's crystal clear. Cut and dry. Well, I mean, that's all there is to it about these ruins. It's 2,000 plus years old, and hopefully we find some amazing historical evidence of things down there. Perhaps we'll find out more about your goddess, Eddie I really thought you were going to say, perhaps we'll find out on the next episode of Caverns and Caverns. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that. Actually, that would have been good. But perhaps we'll find out on the next episode of Taverns and Caverns. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for today. Damn. That was good. You have to keep that in there. Us versus a fucking bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had, I wanted to add a little bit more history of the world in this one. Yeah. These ruins are supposed to be ancient. Something I gotta tell you about Brian. What's up? Uh, not Brian. Ryan. Uh, so apparently, in, back in like first edition, there's a monster that's a mimic bridge. Uh. Oh God. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's, what are you, what you, you're gonna get fucked like, yeah, why would you give Ryan ideas thank you <laughs> thank you well we're past the bridge now so. yeah we're already past it <laughs> we gotta go there, back there could be more bridges more bridges have we learned nothing from Shaft you don't give him ideas <laughs> but yeah I had to do a little bit of uh, world building you know enter some of that history into this episode Yeah. So hopefully that made sense. That story makes sense to you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of get the gist. That Tyrister, I mean, there's good gods, the Octatic Divines, and the evil gods, the Heptatic Evils. Can't have one without the other. Yep, they're Pretty basically much. the opposite of the same coin. But that's the story. They actually teamed up to fight the Tiamat and her dragon lords. Mm-hmm. But keep that in mind as we go. So more storytelling. And if there is a dragon deep within these ruins, I don't know. We'll have to find I out. I don't trust it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and scared. also, I, I just want you guys to know, I had a, I had two routes for you. One, if you failed the bridge, which you get, which you did. If you all passed, <laughs> remember. If you all passed the bridge, I had a different encounter ready for you guys. Oh God. <laughs> Whatever that is. Right, it didn't matter. Well, that encounter would have been more difficult only because you would have had a virus in Camaros helping you. Well, you guys are welcome. Interesting. <laughs> My failures have there been still not trusting these two? No. I don't know, man. Absolutely not. They still won't even explain how they got across it after we already got across it. Like I'm gonna watch I- them go back. I'm still leaning towards trusting. Yeah, camera house is. I, I kind of trust Avirus. Yeah, you're well, thinking with your boobs, Asundra, <laughs> with my clit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we weren't recording. I can be vulgar. Does Does Eddie R trust cameras though? 
He's still skeptical of cameras. He shared his scotch. He's the good guy. I don't know about her. <laughs> she's a royal. Like, she's got all the money that can buy all the knowledge she'd ever need. She's these dirty catacombs or whatever. I don't know. It's something fishy. But again, I'm paranoid and a failure. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so. Damn. Well, trust me, I have a lot more stuff coming up, man. It's going to be fun. So be ready for some dungeon diving as if you were Lara Croft. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to get my triangle titties out. Weak. Hey, you leave those alone. Those are awesome. <laughs> yep. The triangle, bro. Yeah. Right. But um, that's all I got, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I did. That was fun. It was great. Cool. I know it was all gonna fall off a bridge. Yeah. Right. Hey, I didn't fall. Yeah. Well, okay. You got wings, dog. (laughs) Thank you for even taking me on your back. I was pretty sure you were gonna tell me to fuck off. I know. (laughs) I probably would have had a better chance just trying it on my own. But thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master, Ryan at Haphazard DM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at Blaze underscore NBK on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just Blaze NBK, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at JWPlay0 on Twitter or JWPlay0 on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and bone. That's all I thought about. (laughs) That's our players. Again, thank you for listening, and you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool, and that's it. See you guys next time. All right.